Hello, Kristen here. Before we get into this episode, I wanted to tell you that the antidote is a thing that's happening. It's a series of monthly gatherings that will help you return to your body and your being over and over again in the face of, you know, 2024, election insanity, climate change, global wars, your own personal stuff, other stuff. It's crazy out there. And it's easy to abandon yourself and freak out. The antidote is for bringing you home to yourself so that you can be safe in your being even when the world outside of you feels objectively unsafe. And because everybody's marketing at you and there's no reason for you to believe me, you can head to jointheantidote.com to grab a free recording of the first session that happened this week so you can feel it instead of thinking about it to see if it's a good match for you. That is jointheantidote.com. Scroll all the way down and you will see a place to pop your email address in and grab the recording. Welcome to this episode of That's What She Said. Before we dive in, there are four coaching spots left at kristenkelp.com slash tap. As of this moment, about a week in the future, I don't know when you're listening to this. Um, as always, there are people circling and I have some calls this week and some people will be a good fit and some people um, don't need it or aren't ready or it's not quite right. So uh, you can schedule a call with me or sign up or just get more information at kristenkelp.com slash tap to work with me for the year. And then when those spots are gone, nothing's open until January at the earliest. Okay, so kristenkelp.com slash tap. Damn it, it's time. It's time. So go and check it out. Uh, And then this, which we'll see. I think there will be some interludes, so I have a general outline of where this one's going, but um, it could get interesting. Uh, As I record... There are, um, the brewery next door is just making noises and there have been deliveries and there have been like new neighbors. And so if you hear like banging or clanging or trucks or dudes yelling or stomping or furniture being dragged in places, um, I apologize in advance. And, uh, that is, that is what's happening. And also this is the scheduled time I had to record and I feel good and it feels good. So it's happening. (laughs) Okay. This one is called healing doesn't always hurt. Uh, Mostly because when people talk about healing, it seems like it comes with this sort of sidecar of like pain or relived trauma or horror or awful or gross. And I just want to talk about healing in the broadest sense. And I also want to say that there is nothing, nothing for sale at the end of this. So this is not leading to something bigger. This is like, I just want you to have this message. I just want you to know that this is true. I just want you to know that this is possible. And that is the sum total of what I would like to say this time. Okay. So healing doesn't always hurt. And I know that might seem hard 
to believe. And for a number of years for me, that was absolutely true that it did hurt for a long time. But this is true, and I'm telling you, um, healing doesn't always hurt. The thing is, and the place where most people stop, where I stopped for a long time, is that the most painful parts of healing happen at the beginning of the process as we're shedding old skins that have calcified or crawling out of boxes where we were contorted into strange cramped positions in our souls for lots of time, or we're walking with a limp because we are still bleeding out from several wounds at once. As we staunch the bleeding, as we shed the skins, as we move out of the boxes and learn to shake out our wings, we soften and grow. We start out shedding the debris that's hardest structurally, the walls, the gates, the shells, and move into ever softening variations over time. So if you can imagine at the beginning, pulling sticks and bricks over these soft, tender bits, it really hurts. And then imagine if, have you ever skinned a tomato and you just sort of gently peel the skin away and it's not a big deal. It's not painful. That's how healing unfolds over time. It gets less brutal, less stabby, less difficult as the years go by. We consciously clear the old shit that needs to be cleared, tossing it onto the great compost pile of life. So we are free to push through the soul's soil in new and tender ways. And in this specifically, I am talking only about ourselves and our own healing, not about collective trauma, not about ancestral trauma, not about um, intersectional trauma. Um, I am speaking from my own experience as a single soul to you as a single soul. I am in no way qualified to talk about collective collective healing, collective grief, collective trauma. Um, that is not my specialty. I'm speaking as a single human. Just wanted to make that clear. Okay, so as we heal, we are free to push through the soul soil in new and tender ways. The good news is that new and tender soil pushing doesn't hurt. It's an expression of life that is far more lovely and new and invigorating than we can imagine at the worst points of our lives. When we are on the bathroom floor weeping, when we are certain that life is over, when we are certain that nothing will ever change, when we are deep in the pit of despair. Spoiler alert, life is not over and everything will change. Uh, I promise it gets better, softer, lovelier, and more full of wonder with consistent courage and hard work. The softness that's possible, the depths that are possible, the waking up in wonder that's possible. I'm telling you, after having slogged through two decades of depression, that it's possible. It's possible to wake up and not worry about how you're going to find the energy to shower or to eat breakfast or to brush your teeth today, where once that consumed your first hour of waking. And that's not an exaggeration. It's possible to do your work with far more enthusiasm and far less effort so that what took you three hours a few years ago takes you 30 minutes today. And it's possible for that work to be better and more nourishing than the work of years ago, too. That's the thing they don't tell you. It's not just that it takes less time. It's that it's bigger. It's deeper. You've been working the muscles every single day. And so it's like if you start running a mile today and 10 years from now, you run a mile. It's, you're going to be faster. You're going to be lighter. It's going to be easier. You have worked those muscles. It is the same thing. If you run every day for 10 years, you build muscles. And if you are working on this consistently for 10 years, you build muscles. 
I promise it's possible for depression to leave you. It can and it does leave you. It might take meds and new meds and acupuncture and dietary changes and working out and cannabis and trial and error and hopelessness and breathwork and days that are so horrible you've blocked them from memory, but it can leave your system. It can be cleared. I can't promise that I will never be depressed again, but I can promise that I've learned the language of my mind and my body to such an extent that I'm only three steps into the dark woods before I make changes, instead of waking up 30 miles into the dark woods and then trying to battle my way out. Those are very different scenarios. Best of all, over the weekend, I texted Bear that in the past month or so, I've started to take for granted that I feel good when I wake up. When we begin to take something for granted, it's the new normal. Like when it's so normal that we can just be like, oh yeah, that happens. Yeah, like the sun comes up, whatever, it's normal. Um, feeling good when you wake up, being a normal thing, is something that I dreamed about for a long time. It's possible to recover from the big, enormous darkness so completely that you eventually wake up and feel good with no weird remnants of the big dark hanging on to your body, mind, or spirit. It's possible to feel so good that you make a new normal, and that new normal is light and requires only a cup of, cup of coffee to reach its maximum potential. Like two cups is actually too much at this point. Also, I promise that sometimes it gets better for no discernible reason, lest you think you have to earn healing like you would earn a master's degree. Sometimes the season finishes and the fog lifts with no effort on your part. Spring arrives, the beach opens for summer, the book is finished, the neighbors move, <laughs> the kids graduate. Seasonal resolution is a gift, so please embrace it without any guilt. Further, I promise the path is worth the price. At the very least, those of us who are committed to healing and growing, experimenting and failing, get to see far more of the world than our inner basements and a dusty collection of untouched emotional boxes. We don't live in fear of ourselves, and that is a rare trait in the modern human. To put it another way, I am not afraid of myself. I have been to the basement and to the attic, up to the roof and all around the internal property. I have seen my darkest, worst sides, and I'm aware of my most flattering angles. I am not afraid of myself. As the fear of ourselves falls away, we are far less likely to fall into hoarding of any kind. We stop trying to protect what we already have at the expense of everything we haven't yet seen. We stop bracing for pain while we hold on to all the pain we already have. We stop fearing progress, even though we desperately want progress. Um, and because of those things, we are far more likely to make changes as they're offered by life and life circumstances, rather than waiting for two or three years or decades to begin. We live with fewer regrets because when you have confronted your biggest pain, your deepest secrets, and your shame, you can travel lighter and further than ever before. And that's inside, outside, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically. In all of the ways, the less afraid of yourself that you are, the more equipped you are to hold space for others, to be a safe space for others, to be a safe space for yourself, to be nurturing, to be wise, to be compassionate, to be true. It's a really fucking lovely thing that the, the end result 
of this healing path is just getting more and more and more accepting of yourself. Further, I promise the growing is far more pleasure than pain. Growing has pains, absolutely. Um, and that was my favorite TV show growing up. But whether you want to learn to be in your body or enjoy sex more or clear emotional debris or receive more of life's goodness or give up on the next level of business and just enjoy the realm you're already in, there is pleasure waiting. And that pleasure is amazing. Sure, there are rough patches, but those rough patches, and do not think this is cynical, this is true, are often helped along by drinking plenty of water and going to bed earlier than usual. Like, I wish I was making that up, I wish I was exaggerating, um, but I've often found solutions to my own bullshit by going to bed with the sun. And then when I wake up, things are suddenly not different, but easier in many cases. Your commitment to growth creates resiliency without any extra attention on your part. And that resiliency is tended through sleep and rest. Now, before you think I'm all like sunshine and daisies and shit, I can also promise there will be resistance. Whenever we know something is important, whether that's a conversation, a workshop, an event, or a habit, we resist the shit out of it. We pretend we're too busy to do that, or it'll only be a little money we're wasting if we cancel, or we don't have the money to start, or we will do it next week, or next month, or next year, or we don't have to participate because X. And especially if that's, if that is like for me and fitness X, I don't have to participate because I deserve it. I deserve a cupcake. <laughs> I deserve it. Um, resistance is common for everything important. And it does not stop just because you've been doing something for a long time. I've been doing breath work weekly for a bunch of years. And instead of running toward a recent training weekend with arms open, like last weekend, I almost ran home scared. So here's me. I finish for the day. It is 5.05. I pick up a sandwich. I go back to my Airbnb and I Google train schedules. Like I need to get out of here. I need to get home. I don't care that I'm wasting Airbnb money. I don't care that I won't get my certificate to finish. I don't care. Like this horrific, I can't do this came over me. And then there was something in me that was like, wait, you are so tired. You are so scared. Just go to bed. You do not have to do this. You will be fine. You're going to do what you said you were going to do. So resistance is normal, but it's not something we have to give into. We can listen to those voices that say we'll do it quote unquote later, or we don't need to do it, or there's probably nothing to learn anyway, and then laugh. We can watch fear doing its fear thing and then show up anyway. Likewise, we can move toward what we know is important instead of downplaying it, pretending it's not calling to us or asking like, or acting like it's no big deal. I see this with people that have these incredible spiritual sides and they tell me like, I've lived a past life as a shaman. I can read people, I can see auras. Uh, I'm highly intuitive, I can read the future, I can write into the future. Um, I know things about people. I can get people to tell me their secrets in two seconds flat. And then we downplay it like, oh, that's not a big deal, or I don't need to tell people that, or I can't say that, or we can. The resistance is that when you have a big gift, you're gonna have to show up in a big way, and that's scary, and that's the game that fear plays. I promise you will wake up one day and notice the ways the landscape has shifted. 
maybe you push through resistance for one more day and tomorrow it will disappear entirely. Maybe you used to trudge for 43 minutes up your not enough mountain to get to your truest work and now it's only three minutes. That's progress. Maybe you used to take three hours to write to your peeps and now it takes two. That is progress. Maybe you used to associate your work with your worth and you stopped doing that. Maybe you used to give up on selling after you mentioned a thing once. Totally used to do that myself. Maybe you refused to ask for money owed to you. Maybe you trusted doctors with their solutions instead of listening to your intuition. All of those things, you did them at one time and now you don't do them anymore. The landscape has changed. One day, you realize you don't do it because you've been training those emotional muscles required to withstand greater and greater challenges. You've been doing emotional weightlifting this whole time, and no one thought to stop and say they're proud of you because emotional weightlifting is mostly invisible and internal. Part of my life's purpose, if we want to be all big and dramatic about it, is to make the invisible visible and to make the internal real. That just because it's happening inside of you doesn't mean it doesn't count, doesn't mean it doesn't matter, and doesn't mean that it is not worthy of celebration. So right now, let me say, I'm so proud of you. I see how hard you're working. Yes, I mean you just by virtue of being here. And you are doing such a good job. Such a good job. Which brings me to my last point. I promise that you're making progress as long as you're committed to making progress. It's almost impossible to see this when everything appears to be standing still, but the world is never, ever, not for a single second, standing still. We are always moving in the direction of growth or of decay, and simply choosing to be committed to growth for its own sake is enough to ensure that progress is happening. When we step into the world in the spring, we know things are happening below the surface. We see little signs for weeks and weeks, right? And then there's that one glorious morning when the daffodils burst open and spring arrives, or at least that's when I decide it's arrived. The patience required for the standing up in soil and the lengthening and the unfurling and the creation of buds isn't that obvious in humans. So we like to think that we are useless or hopeless or we should throw in the towel. Please don't. So long as you're willing to wrestle with and to explore your interiors, progress is assured. So long as you're willing to show up and do your work in the world today, and today's all you can be accountable for, Progress is assured. So long as you're strengthening your emotional muscles one day at a time, progress is assured. Even if you're drowning in emotions or emails or both, please don't give up on yourself, on your interiors, or on your own progress. And for what it's worth, I am so very proud of you. May you remain committed to growth even when it seems like you're standing still. May you be so, so, so convinced that healing is worth it that you keep going even when it's hard, even when it's painful. May the pleasure you encounter along the way far outweigh the pain. May you know that you matter. May you never be afraid of yourself again. And may you someday, at some point along the line, be able to say that you are so proud of yourself too.
But in the meantime, you can just use me. I am so very proud of you. Thank you, and I will see you next week. Thank you for listening. One more time, The Antidote is a series of monthly gatherings to help you come back to your body, your being, and your breath when it's most likely that you'll self-abandon. The Antidote is the antidote to trying to do everything all alone, all by yourself, while you grow more stressed and you're generally freaking out and telling everyone you're fine while quietly or not so quietly scream sobbing in a private place between tasks. Let's not do that. Let's try something different. This is a really simple format. One gathering a month on the first Tuesday of the month until the 2024 election. So we're practicing the skills that we will need in November now. And we're getting really comfortable with body, breath, and being now. And that's available to you at jointheantidote.com. There's a free recording. You can sign up. You can get more details. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy.